going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the my side of the block podcast brought to you guys by the stoop life if you guys are not following us yet on youtube check us out on youtube check out stoop knockout on youtube and if you guys are listening to us on audio be sure to check us out on youtube like i just said and be sure to follow us on facebook the stoop life because that's where we got a lot of stuff going on that's where all our shit talking is and that's where we start all these debates now today, today we got another debate coming up. I know you guys get to see me back in the ring again, but this is actually an official one that I had scheduled, and I'm looking forward to this because we're welcoming him in a newcomer onto the debate. We got my man Carmen coming in, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to say anything else on? today, guys. We got we got a little bit different one here today. Our co-host Paul couldn't make couldn't make the podcast today, so we brought in a guest moderator today who's a former winner on the debate. I want to say welcome in, man. How you doing, Craigie? What's happening, you bad motherfuckers? It's <laughs> former Stoop Debate champion Craig Wildey. Former, no longer more, but former. <laughs> Tonight, we got a good one. You guys better put that Sixers game on mute because it's going down. It's going down it for on. real in this podcast. Tonight, me. we got Bobby McMonigle, the current undefeated champion, representing Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells, baby. Versus the newcomer on the Putting scene. Putting that first L. <laughs> Versus the newcomer on the scene. <laughs> Carmen, who's representing the beloved Philadelphian hero, Andy Reid. Who wants to call the coin flip? Well, I'll break it down real quick. So if you guys haven't watched the podcast yet and don't know how the debate's going, works simple like this. We got two people in here. We got Craig's going to be the moderator, so when he wants to, he's going to hop in ask some questions. But how we do it, we're going to give us about five minutes to give your speech. After that, whoever goes second is going to come back with a rebuttal. So to get it started, Carmen... Since I'm the co-host, we're going to allow you to call the t- heads or tails. You got a coin? Uh, tails never fails. Why you got to do that to me? That's mine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready? Oh, shit. I can't flip. Give me a second. It's all good. I usually, I usually turn it. You turn it? Yeah, if I hit. Fuck. It don't matter. I'm not Fuck. calling. Hold on, Carmen. <laughs> there you go. I got it this time. Yo, yeah. the, the one time I, I hit it. I can't do things sometimes. It went all the way to the door the last time I did it. We got heads. Woo! So we get to choose. Oh, cool. right, we get to choose. So the undisputed champion, the undefeated all man, right, so, won so the coin toss. When I went against Craig, I went first. When I went against Matt, I went second. And I won both of them. So as, <laughs> as a proper host, I'm going to allow you to go first. Because... Uh, I want to hear what you got to say against Andy Reid because I'm not going to lie. It's really hard to go against a Philadelphia Eagle guy and especially using a guy that coached against them two different times. But I, I thought mm-hmm. I thought Bill Parcells was one of the only guys that was in our era that was relatively close to Andy Reid. So I'm excited to do this debate. I actually learned a lot during it, but your time's up, man. So good luck, bro. All right, Carmen, you're now on the Sounds clock. Good. Lay it down, brother. Let's see what you got. So... 
We're talking about Andy Reid here, the undisputed greatest Eagles head coach of all time, also Kansas City Chiefs coach of all time, and much better than Bill Parcells. He has a career record of 252, 151, and 1, including 19 and 16 in the playoffs. That's the third most playoff wins all time. Smoking Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells is 11 and 8. Without Bill Belichick, he's 0 and 3. Bill Parcells is nothing without Bill Belichick. Andy Reid, excuse me, uh, Andy Reid's a three-time coach of the year. Shit. Oh, shit. What happened? We're Welcome back, boys and girls. Big Carmen had to go to the bathroom, splash some water on his face, get himself ready. He's back. <laughs> yeah. Throw it down. <laughs> Throw it down, big man. What is going All on, right. guys? So we're, here to, so we're here to talk about Andy Reid. He, uh, in his coaching career to this point, he's 252, 151, and 1, including 19 and 16 in the playoffs. That's third most all-time in the playoffs, fifth most all-time regular season. Uh, he's been in the league for 23 years to this point coaching. Bill Parcells in 26 years of coaching is only 172, 130, and 1, 11 and 8 in the playoffs. To me, Getting in the door and winning more games in the playoffs is more important than having a winning, uh, a slightly better winning percentage in the playoffs. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Andy Reid's impact on the game. Uh, so Andy Reid, in this uh, in this era, we got Sean McDermott, we got Ron Rivera. We got Matt Nagy, David Cully, Doug Peterson, John Harbaugh. These are all descendants of Andy Reid coaching in the league today on some of the most dynamic teams in the league. The off the, the league that today that we know is based around offense, and that was started by Andy Reid. Andy Reid is the first, not the first, because let's go Bill Walsh. All right, all right, all right. So... <laughs> He is the most influential at this point on the NFL's game. If you look at every stop that he's made, the Eagles were terrible before Andy Reid. For 10 years before Andy Reid, from the time that, you know, we were bad. Andy Reid comes in immediately, turns it around. We're four straight NFC championship game. Granted, we fell short in each of those championship games, except... 04 when we went to the Super Bowl, McNabb is puking in the huddle. But he got us there. He's the only head coach to win 100 games twice with two different franchises. To me, there's no debate that Andy Reid is a much better coach than Bill Parcells for those reasons, as well as the fact that only Bill Belichick and Don Shula have won more playoff games. So you can say all you want that Andy Reid will choke in the playoffs, but he's won more than everyone but Bill Belichick and Don Shula. So what does that say for everyone before him? They choke in the regular season? That's that's kind of my that's that's my that's my starting point. Yeah, I, I like everything. it. Yeah. Big Carmen bringing the heat, laying it down. Strong opening statement. I fucks with it. 
All right, Big Bob, <laughs> let's see what you got. Yo, uh, besides you getting cut off there, man, I like everything you have to say. And listen, <laughs> a, a, as a Philadelphia Eagles guy, um, we all had mixed emotions when Andy Reid was here, you know. Um, yeah. But we all can say this. We should have cherished it more when he was here. He's a phenomenal coach. Like you said, he made it to the playoffs, got 19 wins, over half of them are with the Eagles, right? Phenomenal. Um, but one, one thing I want to bring up about this is you first talked about, you know, the playoff wins, right? And uh, I agree. You know, he was 19 and 16 in the playoffs, and he did get there. We also talk about another guy in sports like LeBron James. LeBron James gets the championships, and he doesn't have as many, you know, given the fact of the team that they played, a little bit different. Now, Bill Parcells, on the other hand, was 11-8. and eight. He got a higher percentage. But if you want to talk about winning, I believe Bill Parcells has two Super Bowls with one team, and Andy Reid only has one overall. So we want to talk about winning. I mean, you can win as many regular season games as you want. You can win as many playoff games as you want. But if you don't win that championship game, you know, it, it's different. And not just the championship game. We're talking about winning how you win. Now, I have some numbers here. I want to I run them off to you because it's very important that you understand. First off, Bill Parcells coached as a head coach for 19 years. He was an assistant coach for those other years. Andy Reid was head coach for 23. That was right. But on top of that, Bill Parcells got two times coach of the year. Right? That's on top. He actually has more than Andy Reid. Andy Reid has it the one time, the AP coach of the year, in 2002. Bill Parcells got it twice in 1986 and 1994. So he's got more titles than him, and he's got more Coach of the Year awards. That's 2 nothing already, man. 2 nothing. But anyway, I, w- I want to get into the, the, the championship games. Because I do agree that, you know, getting there is, is a success at, as well. And Andy Reid has been there pretty much as much as you possibly can as a head coach, which is spectacular. However, I want to break it down here. In AFC and NFC Championship games, Bill Parcells is 3-1. Andy Reid is 3-6 in those games. And you want to know something about that? Five of those six losses, Andy Reid lost at home as the number one seed. You want to know what Bill Parcells did? He lost one game, and it was on the road against a team that won the Super Bowl in the Denver Broncos. I'm going to take it even further. Playoffs are really all that matters, right? And Andy Reid got there more times. But let's break down how they actually got there. Andy Reid is 19 and 16 in the playoffs. Out of those 16, lo- 16 games, he lost nine of them at home. Nine home games he lost, Andy Reid. Now, when you get at home, especially in Philadelphia and Kansas City, you're supposed to win them games, right? He lost nine of them at home. Bill Parcells is 11 and 8. He only has one home loss. All of his losses are away. I mean, that's saying something. Home wins. We talk about the wins. Of the 19 wins, Andy Reid has 14 of them at home. Five of them went the road. Bill Parcells is six at home, five away. So you got eight losses for Bill Parcells and 16, and they're, you know, they're pretty much equivalent. Andy Reid has the better winning record, obviously, but he won more of those games at home. So his record at home was 14-9 and nine in the playoffs. Bill Parcells was 6-1 and one at home. 
So as a coach, I believe that in order for you to be considered the best, not only do you have to get there, but when you get there, you got to win. Now, that's like the Michael Jordan-LeBron argument. That's why I brought it up. A lot of people say Michael Jordan's better because when he got there, he won. Right? That's pretty much what Bill Parcells did the majority of his career. Kind of like a Kobe Bryant. He got there, and he won. Andy Reid got there, and he choked. And we're going to talk about that later because you already know I got a laundry list of shit that Andy Reid choked on. And then another thing I want to touch up on before I let you go back is you talked about Bill Belichick, right? And... It's under my understanding that Bill Parcells learned a lot of his game, most of his game at least, was started under Bill Parcells. So if we talk about coaching trees, because you brought it up, I'm I'm going to hit you with this coaching tree right now, because I know you don't have this record, because I actually got it. All right, so we got Andy Reid's coaching tree record. It's 334 and 286 and 1, 53%. Bill Parcells' coaching tree, 579. In 382 and 1, 60%. It's higher. The three best coaches that come out at Parcells are Belichick, Sean Payton, Tom Coughlin. You got nine Super Bowl champions out of them. Three people that won. Nine total. And Andy Reid, you know, we talked about Harbaugh, McDermott, Rivera. They, they were good coaches, right? They're still coaching. still got time. So that's where, like, we have to come back to this argument later, in my opinion, because Andy Reid's not done. We're talking about Andy Reid right now. And as of right now, Andy Reid only has, his coaching three only has two Super Bowls. But I'm only bringing this up because as a coach in a sport, I believe not only do you have to coach your players, but you have to coach your coaches to be great. Nine Super Bowls to two. That's phenomenal. Break it down. Three Super Bowl champion coaches to two. Phenomenal. Now, on top of that, you got nine general manager vice presidents that were taught under Bill Parcells, zero currently under Andy Reid. So you got nine Super Bowls, nine GMs. Andy Reid got two and zero. So the coaching tree debate, Parcells is better at that too. So I'm going to let you go back at it, and we're going we're gonna to keep this going. Bobby bringing the heat, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to shift back to my man, Carmen. So uh, once again with your argument about the, the playoff record, now – yeah, he won his two Tom uh excuse me, not Tom Coughlin. Uh Bill Parcells won his two Super Bowls. He also did have arguably the greatest defensive player of all time on that team Thank in you. Lawrence Taylor. Thank you. I'm gonna bring that up. So there. you so you gotta give some credit to the fact that without Lawrence Taylor, he never won again. I'm gonna interject for a second. Because the times that Andy Reid did make it to the AFC Championship games and NFC Championship games, he had the number one ranked team in the NFL or the seed. So do you are you basing your coaching off the player's ability on his team or his ability to lead any player to a championship? His ability to lead to lead his team to a championship. So yeah. You also mentioned so, so you also had mentioned that uh, you, you had mentioned the statistic on uh, the home playoff wins. Andy Reid had double the home playoff game already. That speaks for something. Because you, you, you want to play in front of your home fans, right? Yeah, yeah Bill Parcells is 6-1, and one, but he's only played seven games. 
So how do we know that those next seven games, he doesn't go one and six in home playoff game? I mean, hypothetically, all percentages, but we're not going to do that. You know, I mean, that's a good point. But the numbers are the numbers. And that's why numbers only go so far when it comes to statistics. That's why I only put so much emphasis on the fact that Andy Reid had all those wins. Because he also had a lot of losses in the playoffs. So if you're going to count the wins, you got to count the losses and the percentages. And you got to count how they lost them. But I want to first get into the fact that you just mentioned Lawrence Taylor. And I, I want to appreciate you for bringing that up. Because one thing I want to talk about is the fact that they build teams. Build teams. Get that? When, when Bill Parcells came to the New York Giants, they had one winning season in 10 years. Three win, they had three winning seasons in 20 years. That was one of the worst franchises in football history at the time that he came in. When he came in, mm-hmm. their offense was ranked 25th overall. The defense was ranked 27th. The third year, he already got them from that, or fourth year, sorry, fourth year, he already in four years, He went from 25th offense to second offense, and he went from 27th defense to number two defense in four years. In three, in two years, when they made the playoffs for the first time in 11 years, he went from 27th defense to fifth. He was one of the best defensive minded coaches ever, and the way he did it was he knew how to scout ability of players in the draft. So when we talk about Bill Parcells, like I said, he made the Super Bowl in his fourth year. And he went from one of the worst overall, well-rounded, worst-rounded teams, 25th and 27th on offense and defense respectively, to top 10 in both, top 5 in both. Andy Reid never did that on any of his teams. He never brought any of his teams from the bottom on offense and defense to top 5 in any. He did bring them to top 10 in one. And he lost that Super Bowl, and that's fine. But that took him four years, which it took Bill Parcells three and then four. And that's not the first time he did that. He also did that with when he went to New England, but he didn't win a Super Bowl with them. So I want to bring that up for New England as well. So his first year when he went to New England, same thing, drafting. They were horrible. They were, in the four years prior to him going to New England, they were 14 and 50. <laughs> horrible. The, for his first year? Through the draft, they went 10-6. and six. They sucked ass the next year, though, because they had injuries, which happened to Andy Reid, too. So we're not going to sit here and say Andy Reid didn't have a couple seasons where he had injuries because McNabb got hurt a couple times. That hurt. But it took him three years. The defense, they went from, where is it, right here. They went 22nd on offense to 5th on offense in three years, and they went from 22nd on defense to nine. On defense in three years. Like he, that's the second time in a row he did that with, with two teams. Andy Reid, it took him six years to do that with Kansas City, and it took him four years to do that in Philly. But he never got in the top five. He did it through the draft. So when you talk about, oh, we got Lawrence Taylor, well, I can sit here and say, well, he got Patrick Mahomes, bro. So you're comparing a generational talent on defense. I'm going to compare a generational talent on offense. Yet, he still managed to choke this year with that quarterback. His numbers without Patrick Mahomes these last – he's only had Patrick Mahomes, what, three years now? Yeah. Four NFC Championship games, one Super Bowl berth, 11-5 and five his first four straight years with Alex Smith. 
That's true, though. Second round playoff exits every year with Alex Smith. But... Yeah, I mean, you, you know, like my thing is this about it. Everybody forgets Alex Smith was pretty good. And a lot of the reason why no, he, he was good was because they had great coaching. I'm not saying Andy Reid ain't a good coach. Because I, I'll tell you this, a lot of people don't realize this, that actually under Alex Smith, they were actually ranked one year number five in offense. Their defense was just mm-hmm. horrible. Do you remember that? They, I, f- I forget what year it was. I think it was 2000, maybe 13. It was like his fourth year, third or fourth year under yeah, Alex like Smith. Third. They were good. They made the playoffs, but they, they lost the playoffs and they choked. You know? Um, my, my thing is that the, you're talking about two of the guys that are literally two of the best talent guys ever. Just yeah. one of them has done it on more teams. You know, like Andy Reid, like Andy Reid, if he goes to another team and rebuilds them and he might win, you never know. But Bill Parcells did it with three teams. Not only did he do it with three teams, he did it as a general manager in Miami. And that was pretty much it. But he didn't, get, he didn't get those teams as far, though. The only team he got as far or further was the Giants. He didn't get he didn't get the the, the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. He didn't get the Patriots to the Super Bowl. He didn't get the Dolphins to the Super Bowl. Andy Reid's brought both of his teams to a Super Bowl. One of them being with a trophy. We can't talk in hypotheticals about what will happen or could happen. Probability is he probably wins one or two more. With Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, if if he stays healthy and they continue to put a team around, honestly, they probably win at least one more. I, I'll say this: I thought he was going to win the last two, but he choked on both of them. This this year might have been the worst choke I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, they were up what 24, 21 to three at halftime. He 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 chooses to do an Andy Reid move and say, "Yo, we're arrogant. We're better than them." Doesn't kick the field goal. They would have went to halftime at twenty four to three, but instead it was twenty one to three. And what happened? Up 18 at home to a young Cincinnati team, and they got their asses handed to them in the second half. Three and out to end the game. They were calling screen plays that weren't working. It's typical Andy Reid. That's the thing that knocked, that's my thing that knocks Andy Reid. Listen, he gets there, he gets to the games, but his clock management in games is something that you can't even bring up on one single time for Bill Parcells. Trust me, I went through it. I couldn't find it. And I found it for every single Andy Reid playoff exit. He got him there. He, he's, he's like a Ben Simmons. When you get into the playoffs, he's scared to shoot that free throw, and he, he don't do it. Like, he gonna get, he'll help get you there, but when he's there, it's like, yo, I don't know what to do. That's my knock on Andy Reid. That's my knock on Andy Reid is, is time management. If Andy Reid had a better clock management, that Eagles situation where Donovan McNabb threw up never would have happened. It never would have happened. Because do we remember what happened I, that game? I mean, I, listen, it's not fully his fault. Don't don't get me wrong. Honestly, if Andy Reid has better time management, this isn't even a debate. It's not a debate. Andy that's Reed, why it's and, a debate. Andy Reid's probably a six, seven-time Super Bowl champion right now. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll bring up three three times that they would have won the Super Bowl if Andy Reid didn't choke. We got 2021 this year. They probably would have won. But what happened? Horrible clock management, horrible play calling. They lost the game because of Andy Reid. And – Obviously, you're not always going to lose because of your coach. I'm never gonna, like you can't win or lose just because of your coach. 
Like, let's get that fat straight. Like, even Bill Parcell, Bill Belichick has all them titles. He didn't get. He got it because he had a good team as well. You know, so that plays a factor. Mm-hmm. But when your coach is fucking up with your timeouts and fucking up with your play calling every single time he's in that same situation, you got to put a lot of it on that coach. And I want to talk about another one. Let's talk about the 2003 NFC Championship game against Carolina. 14-3 to they lost at home as the number one seed. You know, they were 12-4 and that year. That's probably the third worst Andy Reid memory I have. Third worst. I'm going to get to the worst one next. But do you remember that game, the Carolina game? Yeah, that was that was that was a very poor coaching job on his part, dude. They led. I will say that they led. They had more yards that game. They had more first downs that game, and they led time of possession in that game. And they only scored three points. How the hell does that happen? How's that happen? If you go back and you look at the play by play of that game, you'll see exactly why. Every other player is a screen to Brian Westbrook. Remember he used to always run that little fucking screen or that little inside drive, and everyone's like, yo, that shit don't work. And he still runs it, bro. He still runs it. I don't know why. Every time I watch Andy Reid run that play, I'm like, dude, you know it don't work. But it's always like his go-to call. And I'm only bringing that up because there was numerous times in big games that he did the same exact thing. He called the same exact – you know how teams basically have that 20 plays that run the beginning of the game? I feel like in big game situations, Andy Reid has that that 20 plays at the end of the game and everybody knows what's coming because he calls the same plays and he always chokes and he always loses. Now, I tried to look up these Bill Parcells losses, but I want to bring up my least favorite Andy Reid memory and I want to hear your thoughts on it. The NFC Championship game at home, and I'm bringing it up because this was the only time Andy Reid has had a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. And they lost at home to Tampa Bay 27 to 10. That was literally like, broke my heart. I hated Andy Reid ever since. <laughs> I haven't hated, you know, it kind of made me not want to get out of Philly. And again, in that game, they led time, they led yards, they led first downs, they led penalties, and they lost 27 to 10. I'll give them this. And Tampa, Tampa Bay's quarterback came out and said they were deflating football. Ah, well, that. Man, they've been cheating in football. Listen to the last episode. I'm not. I can't even bring that up because a lot of it, I, you would be able to contradict everything I say, <laughs> especially more recently because the NFL's WWE, bro. But I'm just saying, it, it, in the NFC Championship games, I have. I'm going to break it down real quick. Just the, the NFC. So we have. They lost to to Tampa Bay. They lost to Carolina, and they lost to the LA Rams. The year before that, all three of those games, they lost because of poor calling, poor, poor clock management, and then the Super Bowl. So four years straight, this guy had four playoff games where they lost because of the coaching. You know, uh, I don't hear that with any other coaches out there. You know, if, if Andy Reid had the clock management of Bill Parcells, he would have won with those teams that he had. He would have won every year. Bill Parcells would have won every year. Because every time Bill Parcells had a top five, top ten on both sides of the ball, that's when he won the Super Bowl. Two times in his career. Won Super Bowl both times. You know? Now let, let me ask you this question here. Do you think Andy Reid was a better coach for at for the Philadelphia Eagles or for Kansas City? Ooh. 
Kansas City. Yeah. Do you think? Do, do you think it's because of the players? No, I think I, honestly, I think a big part of it was growth in him. I think I think leaving Philadelphia did have a big impact on Andy Reid because he he did him and his whole family loved it here. Obviously, he they they entrenched here, you know, over his twelve seasons here or th- thirteen, excuse me. Yeah, thirteen. But when when they left. You know, I think kind of spurred in him and made him, you know, look in himself a little bit. And I think that's why you don't see as many of those clock management errors that you saw early in his career in Kansas City. It sporadically, he he made some mistakes in this in this past uh, 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 playoffs game, but at the same time, I honestly don't think they were beating the Rams either way. I think this was just the Rams' year. You, you nobody was beating the Rams. Um, do I think it would have been a better game? Absolutely. <laughs> it was a pretty good game. I'll give him that. I, I, listen, it was I, still a pretty good game. Yeah, it was still a pretty good game, but I think it, we might've got overtime. I, I just still don't understand like what the hell happened in that game. Like we talked about it last episode. I'm going to bring it up. How we say it's rigged because like it, how does the Andy Reid team not score like, Nothing after halftime like they did. They just shit the bed. The play calling was horrible. The defense didn't do anything differently, but Andy Reid and the team didn't adjust to it. And that's not the first time they did that, though, but it was just like, like what happened? Let's talk about the Super Bowl game against Tom Brady. They didn't score a single touchdown that game, bro. None. They had three off- three starting offensive linemen are injured in that game. I don't care. You got Patrick Mahomes still. You got Tyreek. Running for his life. <laughs> yeah, but, running for his life. What happened to Tom Brady when his when his line breaks down? He still wins. Super you can't Bulls. you can't put that you you can't put injury a uh, injury plagued team out there against that that defensive front of Tampa Bay was tough. You can't you can't put you can't expect to put your quarterback on the ground that many times to win the game. That's why Cincinnati just lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, hey, thirty-one to nine though, they, they didn't score. I mean, I thought that was bad. I thought it was bad. But I, you know, I'm not even really knocking him that much for that because he did that earlier in his career. That it was just like it's kind of it's expected. I do, I do want to say this though. This is actually a crazy stat, which I have this. So Andy Reid has of of his nine losses in Philly. That's why I asked you this. Of his nine losses in Philly, three of those losses. They won the Super Bowl. In in Kansas City, seven of the losses, only two of them won. Bill Parcells might not have been in a lot of playoffs, right? But oh, half of his teams that they lost to won the Super Bowl. So you got four out of eight Super Bowls lost to the, the losing team that they lost to was for Bill Parcells, 50%, and five out of 16 for Andy Reid. So Andy Reid is losing to subpar competition compared to what Bill Parcells lost to, you know. Bill Parcells only lost one of eight games as a higher seed. So it's not like he wasn't the higher seed. Whenever he was the higher seed, he won. That's why I'm saying Andy Reid was the higher seed. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine of those losses. Nine of those losses he lost as a higher seed. And 
if you give that to Bill Parcells, just based off of what Bill Parcells has done in his history, one of eight losing to him as a higher seed, how many would he have? Think about that, you know? Like, not only did he build the team, when he had the better team, he won. Now, here's a question I got for you. Now, how much of Bill Parcells' success is related to the, to the coaches that he kept around him? Well, part of, part of you like you, Yeah, no, I agree. And that's exactly why, what coaches do. You know, that's why no, uh, you're, spo- you're supposed to coach your guys up so they teach, so they learn from you to do what you do. And they hit other aspects in which you're not proficient 100% at. And that's exactly what Bill Parcells did. But not on top of that, like I said earlier, you got every one of them coaches went on. They've been successful too. So, I mean, they learned from Bill Parcells. So who's to say they're not successful because they coached under him? So, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. You're saying the coach is around you. But we remember... Bill Parcell, Bill Belichick went and coached Cleveland, right? It wasn't that good. He came back. And gave, and, and gave Bill Parcells a playoff gave him loss. loss. Exactly. Yep, he did. And with, without Bill Belichick on his coaching staff, Bill Parcells is 58 and 68 in the regular season. He's a losing coach without Bill Belichick. That's it. He's one and two in the playoffs. He's never hit a Super Bowl without without Bill Belichick. Hmm. That's an interesting number right there, man. But I will say this. Who's the only one to win that division in the Tom Brady era? Bill Parcells' team. You know, that's saying something. But no, I, I, I accredit a lot of Bill Belichick's success to Bill Parcells, though. Vice versa. I, that's why, like, if you want to include them, they – Every single Wait, the, Jet, the Jets won the division in the Tom Brady era as well with Mark Sanchez yeah. and Rex Ryan. You're right. You're right. You're right. What year, what year was that? Nine? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, right. nine or 2010 maybe. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even remember that. I forgot they won Mark fucking Sanchez. They f- yeah, they went to back-to-back AFC championship games. Butt fumble. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that man. Number one on Sports Center for like – Two years in a row. Oh, that's right. Good call. On that. I didn't even remember that. I didn't even remember that. I didn't even look that up. That's wild. You're right. You called me out. I got me. First person ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I think, I think, you know, coaches, they have to train their guys to be better. And Bill Belichick is just a beast, but he started his career under Bill Parcells. So, you, you know, Sean, Sean Payton, same thing. He, he was with them, too. I mean, you got you got them guys under you. I mean, he won every time he had them, so pretty phenomenal. I mean, Andy Reid, I'll, I'll give you that. Like Andy Reid, he has a lot of lot of coaches in the league, but they all flake out. You know, they flake out. You know, Harbaugh won a Super Bowl. Somehow, Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl in Philly. I don't, I don't know how they won. Like, how does Doug Peterson win a, a Super Bowl in Philadelphia, but Andy Reid can't? Makes no sense to yeah, me at I, all. Like that's yeah, why that's honestly, one reason that, I don't like that. Andy. Was just like that goes back to your last the last episode of the podcast to me a little bit. You know, to be honest, that with that's you. also what makes this this harder to talk about, like coaching, because you know, like how how far back do you think it was rigged, or how you know it's kind of hard because like mm. I'm I'm trying to debate against Andy Reid, but there's no way in hell you can sit here and say that 2021 Tampa Bay win was not rigged. That shit was rigged. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. 
But hey, I'm still gonna say the numbers are out there. He didn't score a touchdown. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, you got to. Like. I mean, yo, it's it's wild. I mean, I just go back to Andy Reid's beginning in Philly. I think I think his his career right now, Bill Parcells turned in three teams around like he did, is very very underlooked. It's extremely underlooked. And Andy Reid, he never won in Philly, and I think that dags him because he he choked three straight years, and that kills him. I think if we come back to this argument in five more years, I do believe that Andy Reid is going to have a couple more Super Bowls because of the guy that he has at quarterback. And a lot of people want to sit here and say, oh, well, blah, they had this guy or this guy. I'm not going to argue that. I would much rather have Donovan McNabb, Alex Smith, and Patrick Mahomes over fucking Phil Simms, Jeff Hoister, even Drew Bledsoe. But then again, Andy Reid coached that guy, so I can't knock him for that. But I believe... Like you said earlier in the debate, earlier in the stoop life, after that tremendous downfall, I think Andy Reid will win a couple more. But as of now, if we're sitting here right now, all these choke jobs that Andy Reid did just shoot out to you. One Super Bowl is not enough to cover him up. But three or four, if he gets there, I think it will be. But as of now, in my personal opinion, I remember Andy Reid for the amount of times that he choked in the big games rather than his one time that he won. And if I look at Bill Parcells, I think about Bill Parcells every single time he turned around a team, especially the Giants and Dallas because they're in our division. And I can't believe I took this guy to argue a rival, but it was phenomenal what he did. And Andy Reid just can't get over the choking, bro. I just can't. I I feel you on it, but at the same time, I I look at it differently because I look at it like, all right, but... I was wrong on the number of years he coached. He coached for Bill Parcells coached for the 19 years, like you were saying. In 19 years, you brought two Super Bowls. Both times you were in the Super Bowl, you brought those Super Bowls. Andy's been a coach for three more years than you, and he's been to three. Granted, he's only won one. He's been to... More NFC, AFC championship game. He's been in the playoffs more often. To me, something has to be said for being there. Once you're in the dance, anything can happen. But the fact that you were there consistently with teams that you could say, you could say, yeah, he built, Bill Parcells built those teams. Again, Andy Reid built the Eagles. Andy Reid built the Chiefs. The Chiefs were laughing stock of the league. Uh, they had Jamal Charles. He was pretty good. Now, I, I, I'll say this. He was already out. So the, the, the three years before Andy Reid came to the Chiefs, they were 19 and 20. The two years prior to that, they fucking sucked ass. They were way worse. They were horrible teams. That's when they all got hurt. Uh, but I, 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 we'll talk about the Chiefs a little bit. When Andy Reid came in, their offense was ranked 24th. They were ranked. 31st on defense when he came in. That's pretty fucking bad, bro. That's bad. Yeah. A lot of that had to do with a lot of guys retired. A lot of guys got injured. But that was what Bill Parcells came into every single year. And that's why these two guys are they're very close considering what they do to the team, what they do to the organization. They're both proven guys that can build teams to, to be better. And Andy Reid has done that. But, again, Andy Reid in Kansas City – it took him seven years to get both of them in the top five. 
They weren't top five, top ten, sorry, top ten in both offense and defense until 2000, the Super Bowl year. The one, the one that they won, they won. That, that's how long it took him to build that team back up to get where they were. And what it took was a great eye by Andy Reid to select Patrick Mahomes. And I'm bringing that up because I want you to, when you get off this podcast, I want you to look up the Bill Parcells draft queue. Okay? I want you to look up what these teams, I'm not saying Andy Reid used it, but Patrick Mahomes fits the, fits the bill of how he made a chart for teams to draft quarterbacks. Three-year starter, certain age, certain height, certain division. They still use this chart to draft quarterbacks today, and it was made by Bill Parcells. And that's exactly what made Andy Reid look and say, yo, that guy's it. Because he, he fit every single quality that Bill Parcells was saying, yo, they needed in a quarterback. Now, I'm not saying he wouldn't have picked him without it because Andy Reid liked the guys with the big arms. But that's exactly all the stats that he had in college fit into what Bill Parcells uses. And I'm telling you, when you get off this podcast, look it up. The Bill Parcells quarterback queue, the draft queue, they still use it. It's pretty wild. you know. And that just shows how much his, his talent critique was just so much better than any other coach in that time. I was trying to figure out, like, Draft like like notable draft picks that these guys tick, and they only, I I couldn't figure out to make it even sound relatively even because you know we all know Andy Reid because he's from Philly and all I can think about is some of his bad picks you know like I'm not like Dillard but I couldn't find his good pick I couldn't find too many of his you know overall good bad picks on Parcells because you got to go through each individual one but in my opinion they're both number one number two at drafting talent. I think Parcells is better, oh, yeah. and then I think Andy Reid's number two. I think they're different, though. Like, Andy Reid is better at finding more offensive talent, where Bill Parcells is the best defensive talent guy ever. Like, not even close. Like, he brings, like, Lawrence Taylor, like, all these guys they brought in. And I think it's phenomenal how you got two guys. One's probably one of the best defensive coaches ever in Bill Parcells, and Andy Reid's probably one of the best offensive coaches of all time in Andy Reid. And, like, there's not many guys that you can say that about that have the coaching tree, that have, you know, both have a trophy, both have coaches of the year. So it's like when you compare these guys, like, are you an Eagles fan? Do you hate this guy? Or are you an old school guy? Because, like, our, our generation, we don't realize how good Bill Parcells actually was, man. Like, we really don't. Like, I didn't realize he had two coaches of the year. I didn't realize he he was six and one at home. You know, you know, it's really like you said, who's to say he wouldn't have lost the next six, though? You don't know, but like you go by the numbers. And that's something we get to see with Andy Reid. We get to see the next six years. And that's why I mm-hmm. think we have to come back to it because twenty three years. He only got one Super Bowl. He's one and three, one and two in the Super Bowls, man. I think he's gonna get back. If, if is he gonna choke again or is he gonna win? That's the big knock on Andy. That's what it is. You know, and another, another thing we'll talk about in the future is, like I said earlier, the coaching trees. We got nine Super Bowls to two. I mean, let's see how it compares later in the future. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to come back to the coaching trees. I mean, the 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 hard part with the coaching tree Super Bowls is, is I mean, Bill, Bill obviously that's why has I said six of those. Yeah, I mean, that's why I said still three coaches to two coaches. He still has more coaches, yeah. but it's like – I would like to point out that 
Bill Parcells coaching tree of Bill Belichick and Sean Payton have both had major sanctions filed against them. One for videotaping defenses and one for paying players to injure other players. Has Andy Reid's coaching staff had major sanctions brought against them? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think the only thing you could think of with Andy Reid's sanctions would be off the field stuff, like with the with you know his I'm personal not, issues. That doesn't have that doesn't have anything to do with his coaching, though. You know, I mean, no, not at all. I, honestly, I think that almost makes him a better coach. You know, I I remember when Andy Reid was going through all that shit. I don't know how he still coached phenomenally. You know, but yeah, that's that's the thing. You know, you're still taking a team to the playoffs with all that going on in your personal life and. That that's an that's an incredible testament to the coach that you are. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's a good point to bring up in that coaching tree, but at the same time, they didn't win them years. You know, I mean, if you go back and you look at the 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 videotape thing, if you actually look into what the details are, that you'll laugh at it because every single team did it. They just flagged them. They even like came up that they flagged them for the the deflate gate. It was all bullshit, bro. Like, you know the the. The paying players to hurt people, I guarantee you, like they like that happened for years for every team. I mean, I don't think that goes against like Bill Parcells necessarily teaching them to do that type of stuff. If that's what you're insinuating, I, I personally don't think it does. But I mean, I can see why you say it does. I mean, I personally don't think that has anything to do with the way Bill Parcells coached them. I don't. I mean, because you even have another guy, Tom Coughlin. You know, he won two Super Bowls too. And actually, like he also won them with the Giants, you know. So it's like he was the that's oldest a, winning coach. That that's another thing we have to come back to. We can't really talk about it right now because, like, the all the teams that Parcells has left, ex- except the Jets, they still had winning seasons years after that. And you know, you had New England. Belichick was there. You had the Giants won. Dallas, they win, but they don't win the playoffs. Thank God. But you know they all still win teams, and with the with Andy Reid we only have the Eagles, and they won a Super Bowl after he left too. So I'm curious, like that's why I keep saying we gotta come back to it because there's a lot of this stuff in this debate that you just point point towards Parcells because Andy Reid doesn't have the qualifications yet to do it. You know, like for example, he he isn't able to have you know Kansas City is is passed. So when he leaves Kansas City, we'll see how they turn out. You know, see if they win a Super Bowl because. Eagles won the Super Bowl after he left. Giants, Tom Coughlin won two. New England won. You know, so two of the four teams that Parcells left won Super Bowls. So they li- they both leave them in good standings. You know, that, that's another crazy yeah. thing. Which I was trying I was trying to find a point where I could kind of like make Parcells seem better at it, but they're pretty much even at that. Like the Eagles, you know, the like for example, the Eagles are supposed to suck. They won a Super Bowl. They had a good year this year, and a lot of that has to do with Andy Reid. The Eagles win a Super Bowl with a coach from Andy Reid's coaching tree. Exactly. That's how well he left the Eagles. Who who they spoke with Andy before hiring. Yeah, no, I agree. But at the same time, Tom Coughlin was coached under Parcells. Belichick coached right. under Parcells. So I'm saying, like, you can't even you can't they're both equal on that end as well. You know, like Parcells just did it with more teams. But like I can say, oh, well, he did it with more teams. It's better. It's like, well, I mean, like, Andy Reid only codes two teams, so it's not fair. 
You know, I mean, it's like when people try to compare LeBron. Well, he won titles with these teams. Well, how many players actually played with different teams like that? You know, you can't even compare that. My point is just saying that they're both right, and 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 like you're saying, they did it on different teams, or you know, Parcells was on more teams. Well, in the same amount of time, Andy was able to stay where he was. So that speaks yeah. to the stability that he brought those organizations. Well, that's one thing I wanted to also touch up before we leave here too, is because. He left New England. Well, he, re- he retired from the Giants as a coach, came back New England. He left because Robert mm-hmm. Kraft was just doing a bunch of bullshit to him. So when he left, he went to the Jets. They actually were going to hire Bill Belichick. But when Parcells came over, Parcells got the coaching job. And they actually, Bill Parcells got named the general manager right away. That was the second time in his career as a general manager. He was general manager of New England, and then he was general manager of the Jets. Andy Reid never been a general manager of any either team he's been on, Eagles or Chiefs, which is saying something as well. Well, he was the G- he was the acting GM in Philly. Acting, he was never full time GM. He was vice president GM. Uh, Parcells, already two times. But the only reason I bring that up is because he actually, which is is crazy, he actually was the reason why. They traded Bill Parcells back to New England. He wrote a handwritten letter. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Yeah, he wrote a handwritten letter. New England was trying to interview Parcells, Belichick. Parcells wrote Robert Kraft a handwritten letter and was like, if you want to interview or hire my guy, you got to give us the 16th pick and then fifth round pick as well. So he he was so good. He was coach GM, and he traded a guy, a coach. His own coach, he traded him back to his old team. I thought that was phenomenal. Like, I, I don't remember any other coaches ever getting traded, but, I mean, Bill Parcells was the reason why I got traded, which is pretty crazy. I never knew that. I just thought they just – I never really looked into it because we were too young. But he, he, wrote, he wrote a handwritten letter to the guy and was like, nah, you can go fuck yourself. 16th pick <laughs> for Bill Belichick. And that, that that's pretty phenomenal, man. Uh, but Andy Reid, you know – he had, he would have he would have been the full time GM in Philly if he didn't have that. I don't really fully blame him. I think Donovan McNabb just I, mean, I don't know what the fuck happened after that. He choked. Then we went Cobb Vic. You know, I mean, it didn't really it was really fully Andy's fault. But you're the head coach, and you know, went down downhill. But I I think eventually, I think they're going to give him the GM reins in Kansas City when he decides he actually wants to retire. Because uh, he is up there in age. I don't know how he's still coaching, bro. I mean, he's, I don't know what the record is. Who is the GM in Kansas City right now, actually? I don't know. The guy's been there forever. i just seen him. He was on TV for uh, the the Combine. I mean, I, uh, okay. in my opinion, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, why you got a guy that scouts talent so well as Andy Reid, gets your team's winning. Why is he not named the GM there? Wouldn't it just make sense? Right. Like, he's pretty much doing your draft, right? I mean, so they say. Unless you want to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird. So that's why, like, I'm not really knocking him for that, even though I did say Parcells did do too. But it's like, there's a reason why he's not there yet, and I don't know what it is. Because you can't say, oh, it's his record or he chokes, because we all know, like, that's not why. It's probably some other reason, you know. Uh, But other than that, man, I mean, I'm going to let you do your closing debate before we get out of here, because this was fun. It was kind. Of, it's kind of hard debate to do this one. <laughs> it's almost hard. 
I want to say thank you guys. Yeah, for I mean this was definitely and debating. I learned. I definitely learned a lot of stats. I didn't. I didn't know a lot of them stats. I hope all of you Stoop Life members found it as informational as I did. I'm gonna give my man Carmen the time he needs to close out the statement as to why Andy Reid is the best coach of all time over Bill Parcells. Go ahead, Carmen. Floor is yours. So I feel like we kind of cover most of it throughout the debate, so I'm going to try to keep this a little short and sweet. Uh, you know, really, it ultimately boils down to what what you like, ultimately. Whether you're more of a defensive old-school guy or whether you're more of an offensive and new-school guy and what you believe Andy Reid is going to do in the rest with the rest of his career. Uh, I believe that Andy Reid's going to win at least one more Super Bowl I believe that when it's all said and done, Andy Reid will also have the most wins out of all all coaches. We'll see how it all shakes out. But uh, thank you guys for having me on tonight, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you. And I think that in the future, we're going to have to have another conversation about Andy Reid because oh, yeah. as of right now, in my, per- my personal opinion, his one Super Bowl in the 23 years doesn't cut it. He's in the big games where he choked. It doesn't cut it. You got Bill Parcells who went to three different organizations. Giants, turned them around. Pats, turned them around. Jets, turned them around. Dallas, fuck you guys. You guys still suck. Uh, But three out of the four, even though we all know Dallas, he was a little bit better. And when he got to the big game, when he had the better team, he won. Bill Parcells got two Super Bowls. His coaching tree is better as of now. And that's why I think Bill Parcells, Big Tuna, is better. But I do love my man Andy Reid, and I hope he wins the next three Super Bowls. <laughs> I'll give him that. But, again, thanks for coming on, Carmen, man. We'll probably have you back on. I think you did. It was a fun debate. It was great talking to you about this. And uh, thanks, Craig, for stepping in for our man, Paulie. Paulie, I hope you're watching right now because we got we to gotta fill in for you. Either one of these guys, sorry you lost your job. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. As always, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Share if you feel need. Go, go ahead and place your vote to find out who won. We have Bob and we have Carmen, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Stoop Life Debates. All right, my man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks right. for listening, guys. All right, thanks, brother. Peace out.